Hello there and welcome to the Pint-Sized Healing Podcast. My name is Max Thompson, let's get started. I want to take a second today and talk about what I often describe as the terrifying euphoria. And I know that I've referenced this idea in in um, different articles and podcasts um, before, but I just wanted to take a moment and talk to you about it today um, as it happened to me again this week. It, you know, it's just, it's one of these things I think that comes up in our healing journey from time to time. And, um, and so I think it's worthwhile to, to have a wee chat about it. Um, and actually it, I came, kind of came across it in different ways this week. So, uh, there was this quote that, um, I have no idea who, who may have said this or who, um, it wasn't credited, so I can't, in this case, can't give credit where it's due. But um, what it said was, it just occurred to me that many people are actually afraid to heal because their entire identity is centered around the trauma they've experienced. They have no idea who they are outside of trauma, and that unknown can be terrifying. And this is something that is very true. I think there is, uh, definitely, this is a thing. There are people who are who have intertwined their identity so much with what has happened to them in the past and whether that is a, a you know an experience of abuse or any other thing like any other kind of trauma or experience that they've had you know when we start kind of identifying with that part of our lives but I think we do it in like I said like it's not this isn't just kind of you know someone who's experienced abuse although and that is a very persuasive um, thing because, you know, um, abuse has this tendency to strip us of our own identity. So when we are ready to leave an abusive situation, we've been stripped of of our our own identity. So it's very difficult to then figure out. So who am I, right? And that is a really big part of our healing journey, and it 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 is a terrifying prospect. And I think this prospect is often what also keeps us in place because even if we're in a, an abusive situation, which is harmful and hurtful in in all the ways that it is, it is at least a familiar hurtful and harmful. And so, uh, you know, our brains struggle to cope with unknown right they want like our brain is programmed to try and keep us safe and as harmful as abuse is it is familiar harm and so we can try and you know we could try and develop strategies to mitigate the effect or to you know or to um navigate the situation but stepping out of that situation we have no idea what's going to happen we don't know who's going to be there to support us we might be all by ourselves there may be tigers and lions and all that kind of stuff. So, so it's a it's a really scary thing to step out as as euphoric because you also might feel once you leave for the simple fact that you've escaped, right? And all of a sudden, there's room for you to be who you want to be, and there's room for you to build the life that you want to that you want to build. But it's a very double edged sword. But I think 
that that feeling doesn't just go away when, um, you know, from that one moment of escape. Because we come to these uh, parts of our healing journey where all of a sudden we realize, oh, but I, I wouldn't know who I am without that part of myself. And I'll just give you an example from my own life uh, because that usually works. So I have recently been doing some um, healing work around some injuries that I um, got from when I was run over by a truck as a um, teenager. I was uh, 92, so I was 12 at the time. <laughs> it's a long time ago, forgive me. Um, so when I was 12, I was cycling uh, to school, which is a fairly normal thing to do in the Netherlands where I grew up. Um, and I was run over by a truck on my way to school. And luckily, I, like, this is what people say, right? Luckily, the only thing that happened to me is that I had a broken leg. Of course, that's not the only thing that happened to me. It is a hugely traumatizing experience. I was terrified of trucks for years, would actually, actually, you know, take a different route if I need, if I knew that certain areas of traffic had a lot of uh, trucks. I wouldn't go out, for example, in areas where there's a lot of stores on Monday mornings because a lot of stores get deliveries on Monday mornings. So I knew there would be a lot of trucks around and I would just avoid those areas. So definitely PTSD as a result of that accident. But anyway, uh, physically, it all seemed fairly straightforward because I broke my leg. Um, mind you, we are now so it was 92, it's now uh, 2018, so it is a very long time ago, it's 26 years ago, and um, I still, in fact, it is 26 years ago, like three days from now, um, I still have certain uh issues with my legs because of that accident that are like you know that started with that accident so um I decided recently like you know what I need to start doing some of that stuff that kind of physical stuff that I've been trying to ignore for a long time and so I have and it's been uh very let's say challenging but very good as well um and um so as I was going through this healing process, and it's kind of bringing up a lot of the emotional side of this as well, because like I said, yeah, sure, I broke my leg, but obviously it did a lot more to me um, because I was a 12-year-old and I was a very active 12-year-old and all of a sudden I couldn't do anything. I mean, I was on crutches for like nine months or something. So, um, so and, and then, you know, years and years of pain and, and things I couldn't do because of this, right? So of course there's a lot more to this um to this accident than just i broke my leg and so i'm i'm going through all those um all those you know layers of stuff let's let's just call it layers of stuff and so uh, what i realized this week cuz this is this is the point what i realized this week is that i figured i have you know, I've, I've experienced this pain and I've experienced these restrictions on what I can and cannot do for 26 years. 
out of the 38 in my life, in my lifetime. And so they ha- that has become such a huge part of how I identify. It, you know, the, the fact that I have knees that don't function, the fact that I can't, you know, take very long walks or um, just run up and down stairs or, you know, like all these things that I can't do, like that, you know, I want to say ordinary people, but you <laughs> what's an ordinary person, right? But you know what I mean? Like there's, there's all these kind of, these kind of restrictions and, and, um, you know, you you find the kind of workarounds for some of these issues, obviously, but they they become part of how you identify, how you define yourself. And so when we then go into the process to heal, you know, heal physical and emotional pain, and then and so we're saying, okay, well, let's heal all, the, all that stuff, and then we can get and it and it's almost this idea of, and then we can get back to being, you know, normal. And then all of a sudden you're faced with this huge question, which is, so what's normal? Who am I? Who am I without all these, these ideas and these, these uh, you know, physicalities that I have taken on board as being identifying traits of, of myself, right? Who am I without? painful knees, without really stressed legs, without pain in my back? Who am I without all these things, right? Because you identify as being a person with wonky knees, or you you may identify as a person with anxiety disorder, or a person with, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, (laughs) just kind of stuck for, for another example there, but we identify as being this person who has this thing or who has experienced this thing, right? Who are you if not a survivor of abuse, right? Who are you if not, or, I mean, I'm still a survivor of abuse, even having done all the healing, obviously, but who am I without being triggered by experiences of my abuse or at least certain triggers I have worked on right so who am I if I'm not the person I thought I was and it it is a terrifying prospect because we are faced with this massive possibility to reinvent ourselves and it is an overwhelming prospect and so sometimes we may think it's safer to not do the healing work to not, you know, to not confront those triggers and those emotions and those physical pains and those ailments, because at least if we still have them, then we know who we are. Of course, that is not a good, that's not a good long-term strategy, right? But from a, from our kind of monkey brain, it's, you know, it feels safer to be dealing with the familiar than the unfamiliar. And so it can be a terrifying prospect. But if you are experiencing that at the moment, know that you are so not alone in experiencing that. So, you know, come join us on Facebook and talk about it because, you know, a lot of times people can, people who've 
experienced that as well can tell you how they've dealt with it or how they've experienced it or now looking back how differently they feel about that moment that moment when you have to decide that you know I may not know who I am without this baggage but you know what I'm going to find out because I am unpacking this bag I hope you have found that helpful and inspirational and I hope to see you in our Facebook group. I'll drop the link below and uh, I will see you next week. Thank you. Bye.